Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. It's Saturday, June the 22nd. I am off today, so I'm able to do a podcast in between the four-game series, which the Astros have lost the first two. That is now six losses in a row for your Houston Astros. One good thing, seven Houston Astros have made it to the finals in the All-Star Ballot, Alex Bregman, George Springer, Michael Brantley, Josh Reddick, Robinson Chirinos, Altuve, and Carlos Correa. Uh, the final vote will be Wednesday. It starts Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time, and it will go on till Thursday at 3 p.m., and I believe... That is 28 hours, if my math is correct. So get out and vote. we got to get those seven guys in. You never know how it's going to go. Some people that didn't get their guy in, maybe they'll vote for some of our Astros. Who knows? We'll have to see. The winner will be announced on Sunday at 4.30 p.m. on ESPN. So a little roster news. Max Stassi is back. Uh, they also brought back Raymond Goudouin, and they sent packing back to AAA. Jack Mayfield and Garrett Stubbs, my buddy that I talked to at the missions game. We're not really buddies. I just say that all the time. So George Springer, the other day in his very first game back in his rehab stint with the uh, Corpus Christi Hooks, I almost said Carlos Correa hooks. His first game back, he homered two times. Pretty good game for Springer. Can't wait to get that bat back in the lineup, and I can't wait to get his energy back. I know he's been in the clubhouse. I know he's been on the bench, but I believe it's just different. We are missing our leadoff man. We are missing Mr. Excitement. So also it says here, oh, let me see. I can't remember exactly what it said about when he's supposed to come back, but I believe I heard him say Tuesday, and that would be awesome. I don't even know who they play Tuesday. They may be off Monday. I don't know. That's probably something I should know. Once again, I talk about something I don't know yet. So what I will do is I'll pause and uh, I'll add that to the end of the old podcast. Carlos Correa. 
who has the rib injury, and Diaz, who had a setback uh, rehabbing his injury. Neither one of them are likely to return until after the All-Star break, so that looks like about a a month or less. I'm not going to do the math. I'm not going to look at a calendar. You know when the All-Star break is. It's somewhere in the middle of July. We're already in the middle of June or towards the end of June now, so it's going to be less than a month. Two or three weeks, we'll have our guys back. So tonight will be Wade Miley versus Tanaka, who is 5-5 five and five with a 3.23 ERA, looking to get the Astros back uh, in the win column, stop this six-game six losing streak, and if he can't do it, maybe Justin Verlander can do it. He'll be facing Ian Happ. Oh, no, J.A. Happ. I know it's one of them Happ people. And his record is 7-3 with a 4.59 ERA. It does start with a J, so I think it is J. Happ. My uh, apologies to you Yankee fans. Just kidding. There's none listening. All right, so let's go over Thursday's game. They lost 10-6. There was at least some offense. Uh, Framber Valdez got the start. He looked good. He looked very good for three innings. And then the bottom of the fourth, everything came unraveled. I blame part of this. I'm going to blame part of this on the rain. He had to pitch to Gary Sanchez in the bottom of the fourth with rain coming down. I guess it would bother both people, but uh, it was just horrible. The rain was coming down. They made him continue playing. He gave up a home run, and then he gave up a three-run homer to Torres, and then Devo came in and gave up a two-run homer to DJ LeMahieu, uh, six to zero. The uh, Yankees score six runs in the bottom of the fourth inning. Top of the fifth, Jake Marisnik and Alex Bregman both get solo home runs. It's six to two. We're now down by four, but the Yankees answer right back. Uh, Maben with a two-run double, eight to two Yankees. The Astros answer right back. Alvarez with his fifth home run of the year, 8-3. But bottom of the seventh, Encarnacion, a two-run homer. The Astros down 10-3. Not good. Top of the eighth, Reddick with an RBI single makes it 10-4. And in the top of the ninth, Jake Marisnik with his second home run of the game. That makes it 10 to f- 6, 10-5, and then Alvarez gets an RBI double, and that makes it 10-6, and that is your final. So a good game for Alvarez, even a better game for Jake Marisnik. 3 for 4 with two home runs. Reddick went 2 for 5. Alvarez also went 2 for 5. He had a home run and a double, and Altuve got his first hit after coming off the injured list. Uh, Valdez gave up five runs and a loss. James gave up two runs and newly called up Roger Armanteros. Rogelio, not Roger. uh, Rogelio Armanteros, he gave up two runs as well. Friday, the Astros lose 4-1 in a very boring game, a very uh, no offense at all. I know the guy pitching was good. But uh, bottom of the third, Sanchez, homers again. I think he has home runs in four or five games in a row, and that is amazing. Uh, two to zero. 
Top of the fourth, Jake with an RBI double. Jake's really having a good series. That makes it 2-1. to one. The game is within reach. But bottom of the seventh, Torres with a home run, and that made it 3-1. to one. That's your final. Altuve went 3-4 for four with a walk, so he was on base four times. So that was a good return for uh, Jose Altuve. Peacock pitched five innings and gave up two runs, which is good enough. Should be good enough for a win. But uh, Rondon pitched an inning. He gave up two runs, but it really didn't matter. It didn't matter how many runs they gave up because there was absolutely zero offense. So the L.A. Dodgers are your new number one team, 675 winning percentage. Minnesota tops in the AL with 658. The Yankees are third. Overall, 640 in Astros with the fourth best record in baseball at 623. But I'm okay with that. With uh, Correa and uh, Springer out, Diaz out, their team is going to get. They're going to take. The Astros are going to be really good. So just write it out. So let me pause here. I'm going to pause right here. I'm going to write it down in red so I don't forget where I'm at. And now, since I said that, I forgot what I was going to say. So what I was going to talk about, let me see if this is it. The Astros are playing without all these guys. And one thing that continuously comes up, uh, like on Facebook, the Astros will post that they lost. There will be 800 comments. And most of them, like let's say somebody puts, man, that's... That's horrible. I'm tired of losing. You know, yada, yada, yada. And then here comes these guys. You guys are stupid. You're, you're panicking over six losses in a row. They're not panicking. They're just saying they're tired of losing. I'm so tired of all these people on social media telling other people how to be fans. Let them be the fans. Let them be fans their own way. Just because you say something, I mean, they're not panicking. I mean, they're not saying the Astros are done, they're done, and they're horrible. I mean, so what? They can't win all these games against good teams with all those AAA guys. They got Altuve back. Uh, Springer should be back soon. We'll be all right. Don't worry, folks. The Astros will be all right. I didn't really uh, decide... Well, I actually wanted to, but I forgot. But I believe I saw the standings. And the Astros are actually eight games ahead of Texas. So they're not in danger of losing the division. All you have to do is win your division, make the playoffs, and you can win it. You don't have to have the best record in baseball. All you have to do is have a healthy team in the playoffs. First, got to make the playoffs. Second thing, you have to be healthy when you make the playoffs. And third, you have to play well and you have to get lucky. So all you got to do is keep winning Astros. Wait for your team to get back. So speaking of the Astros, which that's the whole podcast, so that's what I'm thinking about. Let's talk about former Astro Dallas Keuchel. He got his first start and I believe it was yesterday or the day before. Five innings, eight hits, four runs, no walks and three strikeouts. So he takes a loss in his first outing for the Atlanta Braves. So here, now, after this, I'm going to talk about some stuff. 
There's one thing I've been thinking about. I know there are uh, a lot of you that enjoy the podcast because I do a lot of them. There's some of you that like the podcast because I recap the games. And if you're unable to watch them, then you can listen to it in the morning and get caught up on all the action. Some of you like it when I give you my opinion. And so I try to listen to people when they give me their uh, thoughts about what they like about the podcast and not. I've kind of switched how the podcast is made. And now, after thinking about it, I want to go back to recapping the games, but I also want to give you my opinion. I don't want to shorten the recap. And one thing that's happening, this is what I want to say, is I am working so many hours, and I'm so tired, that recently, during the week, I have been putting out some podcasts, and I'm not putting a lot of effort into them because I just want to get them out of the way. I have to recap this series before this series starts. So I just wanted to say what I've been thinking about is I, be, I think I'm just going to go ahead and do podcasts on the weekend. I was thinking about just doing a Sunday afternoon Strohs or a Sunday Strohs podcast uh, but it's just because of work. I'm working too much. Uh, when I get a vacation or maybe on the weekends, like I'm doing now. I'm doing one on Saturday. I recap the last two games and we can recap the next two on Sunday night. But I'm just telling you. I'm working so much. I get home at 7 and I rush the podcast. So I want to give you quality. I want to give you quality over quantity and give you something to listen to. I don't know how long they'll be. I mean, like this one is almost over and it's been 13 minutes. But that's just something I wanted to tell you. So if you like the podcast, if you enjoy the podcast, because there's a lot of them, or they're almost daily, which lately they haven't been. One thing about it is when I was out of work, I was bored and this is what I did for fun. And it helped me kill some time, and I enjoyed it. And I wish I could get home at a decent hour, like 4 p.m., like a normal eight-hour shift would be, but I, I'm not. I mean, I, had got, I have to watch the games. I have to spend time with my wife. I mean, it's just, it, I just find it impossible, and I don't want to give you crappy podcasts. I don't want to lose fans over making crappy podcasts just because I'm trying to give you one after every series. So anyway, start looking for that. Start looking for a podcast, either being once a week, or maybe I can throw them in uh, on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Who knows? But the uh, output of podcasts will lower. I don't think I'm going to do them in between work shifts, because I just don't want to do crappy ones anymore. So speaking of crappy, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so this question came up on uh, Twitter by someone that I follow. He, he took a poll and it said, Would you rather win the World Series, another World Series, and I'm assuming he means this year, would you rather win a second World Series and then be terrible, minus 70 wins a season, 
for the next 25 years. That's your first option. Would you rather win the World Series this year and be terrible? Or would you never want to win another World Series? You can never, in 25 years, you won't win another World Series, but every year you will be competitive. You'll make the playoffs every year, and you'll be competitive, but you will fall short every year and let your team down. What would you do? So the poll was over, and 63% of the voters said they would rather win a World Series than be crappy for 25 years. That's a long time to be crappy. And 37% said they would rather be competitive. So one thing about this is it's hard to say because you don't know what's going to happen. Let's say they're competitive for the next 25 years, but you don't know. You don't know that they're going to never win. That would be okay. You'd have a lot of excitement. But if you know it's going to happen, this is, this is my answer. I voted for win a World Series and be crappy for 25 more years. Because you have the knowledge that you're never going to win it again. So you got to take win it again. And what's so I'll take the World Series, and you know what comes along with the Astros being terrible? It's easier to go to games. It's cheaper to go to games. You can walk in when the game starts and get the get the giveaways. If they're bad, people will stop coming to the game. And like I said before, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the games more when they were bad because it was easier to get in and out. That It was easier to get good seats. It was just easier. And if you're not going to win a World Series again, screw it. Let's just win it and be bad. I say that. I'd rather win the World Series. If you have these two options, win the World Series and then start sucking or never win the World Series, I will take the World Series. And 63% of the people that answered that uh, poll agree with me. So... Man, I wrote his name down, but I didn't write it good. Ursus. Ursus Baylorus, a uh, long-time listener to the podcast. I uh, keep writing him in. I, I'll talk about him every podcast. So he, this is a little late. This is a little late, but I want to bring it, I want to bring it to the show. So he said, this was after the Reds got swept. He said he thinks the Astros got swept by the Reds because they were overlooking them and they were looking forward to the Yankees uh, series too much. Um, I don't think that happened. I just think what I said before, that, uh, that the Astros have a weak lineup and the pitchers had to hit. The Reds had good pitching. It was outside. They were on the road. I don't know. But I don't think they lost because they were overlooking Cincinnati and looking ahead to the Yankees. It's possible. It's possible, but, but I just think they don't have all their players and their luck ran out and they can't win them all. I mean, you can beat Baltimore. You can sweep Baltimore. You can, you can beat the Blue Jays two out of three. You can beat Seattle. You can beat all them bad teams, but when you play a good team. I mean, Cincinnati Reds. You may not think they're very good. They might not have a great record, but look at their division. They have the Cubs, 
The Cardinals. Who else is in there? See, I can't even think. The Pirates. I know there's one more, but they have a good division. So you have to look at their record, and I'm not going to do that, but look at their record outside of the division. Maybe their division record is horrible because they have a stacked uh, central, but maybe they're good against other teams. I don't know. But they're not a pushover team, and I don't think that they overlooked them. But I'm not counting it out. So also... He asked me this. So this is what I was going to say that he asked me after the Cincinnati series and before the Yankees. Would you be okay with the Cincinnati sweep? Getting swept by Cincinnati if we ended up sweeping the New York Yankees? The answer to that is yes. 100% yes. It's too late now. We already got beat twice. But if that was my option, getting swept by Cincinnati, a team I could care less if we get beat by and sweep the Yankees in Yankee Stadium? Heck yeah. Let me tell you this. I want to add this comment. My wife and I, I'm glad we didn't, but for more than one reason, but we were going to go to New York City in June, actually this weekend, to watch the Yankees and the Astros play. We were going to do it. Uh, luckily, uh, someone took those days at work because they weren't my first choice. I'd, I wanted Christmas week off, but someone took them because they're going out of town, and so we didn't get to go. And I'm not. It's not because the Astros are losing. It's because no one's there. I don't want to watch the guys that are playing now. I already said it the last time. I want to see Yuli at first, Altuve, Correa, Bregman, Springer, Brantley. Reddick and Alvarez at D8. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see what they're having on the field right now. All right, so one more thing. Let's talk about this. The Tampa Bay Rays have got permission from uh, Major League Baseball to explore being a two-team city. So... I had to read about this because there has to be a reason. So Montreal, the reason they lost their team was because of attendance. Tampa Bay Rays have zero attendance. So what I posted on Twitter, if you follow me, I'm sure you read it, but I didn't get any likes or comments from it. Maybe I, I did get one. But... Why not bring a team to San Antonio? Anytime there's a big sporting event here, everything is sold out. In football, when Hurricane Katrina came around and the Saints played here twice, sold out. When they have when the Alamo Bowl is in January, every year we have the Alamo Bowl sold out. I know that's football, but I'm here to tell you. San Antonio, we only have the Spurs. That's the only professional team we have. But in Major League Baseball, I know you ain't going to hear my... You aren't, sorry. You're not going to hear this podcast ever. But I'm telling the people that listen to this. Tampa Bay does not deserve a Major League Baseball team because nobody goes to the games. And I guarantee you, 
If they moved to a city like San Antonio, we... I, I said we would sell out all the games, but at, at the beginning, I'm sure we would. And I'm sure during the week would die out, but the weekends will be good. The the, the uh, San Antonio people have been wanting another professional sports league, and I would love it. They would definitely have to have a dome or a retractable roof like Houston because it is hot over here as well. It's a different kind of hot than Houston, but if you live in San Antonio, you tell me. You tell me if you would want a team. One, one, some people said they don't want them to have a team. That's what the comment was. That's what the comment was. Someone said they wouldn't want to have a team here because, or someone said they wouldn't want it. The person, not the, not the league, that they might lose some Astro fans from San Antonio. And it's kind of the same thing about NFL football. If, if, we, if we got a team, because it's full, everybody here likes the Cowboys. I mean, what would you do? What would I do? A longtime Astro fan, if the Astros, I'm not the Astros, but if Major League Baseball put a team here in San Antonio, and I believe someone at work has asked me this before, if they put a team in San Antonio, how long would it take for you to quit liking the Astros? And my answer to that is the team in San Antonio would automatically be my team. But I would still love the Astros. But I would assume that once I got deep into that new team here in San Antonio and Springer and Correa and all those guys that I like were gone, perhaps my love affair with the Astros would end. I mean, what, what would you do if you had a team come to your city? You'd have to like them. You would have to... I mean, it's just, it's just what happens. I liked another team. I moved to Texas. I started going to Astro games, and they turned into my team. I believe it would just happen. I think Mark Yu, a longtime Cubs fan, moves to Houston and becomes a big-time Astros fan, but he still loves the Cubs. I don't know who he would go for if they played each other. I'm assuming the Astros. But I think he would be torn. I think it would be awesome if San Antonio got a team and they were in the National League, even though I like American League Baseball better. Or maybe at least if San Antonio got a team and they weren't in the same division, but I highly doubt it. But the sad truth is San Antonio doesn't have a ballpark. And I don't think anyone would come here. I don't know why. It's probably like the seventh biggest city in the United States, and there's plenty, plenty of towns around us, New Braunfels, San Marcos, uh, Austin. There's plenty, of, there's plenty of towns around here that would support a baseball team, but it's never, they're never going to get one, and they're never going to get an NFL team. There's rumors that Minnesota was going to come here. There was rumors that, ja- I don't know. There's rumors people are going to come here, but they're never going to. All we have is the San Antonio Spurs, and I hate basketball. I don't want to see a stupid game ever. I hate them. So anyway, if you would like to be a part of the show, send me a message or send me a text, and I will read your question or I'll read your comment 
Ursulus Baylorus. I wonder if that was right. Was it Ursulus or Ursus? I don't know. But anyway, he sends me messages and I read it. So send me a message on Twitter or text me at 210-919-1695. I was thinking about the guest thing. And I don't know. I guess if you want to be a guest on the show, you can. But once again, I look to my right, and I see my George Springer bottle. I see my George. See, this is usually when I mess up and I start over, but I'm not. And you know who told me not to do that? The man who gave me this awesome George Springer bobblehead. You are the man. And I can't wait till we go to the games next year with our wives. Six tickets, three couples. Astros game. Hopefully they're still good. So don't give up on the team. Uh, don't give up on the Astros, folks. Don't give up on them. And I'm pretty sure most of you haven't. So like I said last time, the games are kind of boring. I think George Springer makes things fun. Carlos Correa makes beautiful plays at shortstop. Bregman makes beautiful plays at third base. Let's just get our team back together. Let's be healthy. Take your time getting back, and let's be healthy. Let's not be hurting in the playoffs. We're, our team is so good, we're going to make the playoffs. If the Rangers or someone else starts creeping up and getting closer, you might you might start getting nervous and hoping everybody comes back. But we're going to be in good shape. So don't give up. I'm not giving up. I love the Astros. I love this George Springer bobblehead, and I love everything about the Houston Astros, and I appreciate all of you who listen to the podcast, and I'm going to try to do quality podcast and give you some quality thoughts, and I didn't really mean to. I didn't have a time limit on this, but I would at least try to do a 30-minute one, so you can enjoy it for 30 minutes, and I don't have anything else to talk about. I'm just rambling on, but anyway, I do appreciate it, folks. Honestly, I'm talking... I'm talking deep from my heart. Um, I just started doing this. I told you before, just almost kidding around. Just downloaded the app and tried it out once and kept going. And like I've said before, the first month, like five people would listen to it. And now we're in the 200s, sometimes three. But anyway, oh, I want to tell you something. Let's see what word of mouth would do. Everyone that listens to this, Get one friend. Get one friend to listen to it just once. This podcast right here. Let's see if we can reach 400. Let's see if you guys are loyal listeners. Get one guy to listen to it. One friend. That's all you got to do. If you get one friend, we'll reach 400. Let's do it. If we reach 400, I'll do another hat giveaway. So if you... Get a friend to listen to it. Let me know if you did it. And we'll do a hat giveaway. No turn backs. I just said we would do it. So anyway, hat giveaway at Rob Fontenot. Let me know the guy's name or girl. Maybe it's your parents or your kids. But get another person to listen to it. If we reach 400 listeners, I will give away a hat to the people that write me or text me that they... That they uh, had someone else listen to it. 400 or no hat. 
All right, that's it, folks. Uh, we'll see. I should wait till I have an ad for that. But anyway, who cares about the money? We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.